are how we're recording, but we're not live. Now, oh yeah, we're live. We're live. We were live with before our logo was playing. Yeah, we're live now. Well, our logo is playing to the people live. Dun dun dun. Dum 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 dum. Episode three three five, a cripple system. Three three six. Three three six. Yeah, because I didn't. got a plus one. Yeah, you always got a plus one. Yeah, I didn't right. realize it. Three three six. Hey, my name is Andy, and uh, and I uh, I, I uh, light up miniatures. My name is Brian. My name is Nathan. I have to, and you're the light of my life. Well, the thing is, you light up my life was singing in my head just <laughs> with miniatures instead of life. I was of that. on the PlayStation Store today. I was looking at their sales. I was thinking of buying. I was debating picking up the Spider. I was th- I was debating downloading the Spider Man game to replay it. And then I had gone into the store, and I backed out, and then my screen went black for a second, so I, I pressed a button to get back out of it, and it said, thank you for your purchase of both Stardew Valley and the most recent Batman game that just came out. And I was like, what just happened? And I get an email, and I, was like, I, like I, I had a screen up, and it, my screen went weird, and I, I hit a couple buttons, at back, I, I used the, the back button, and it was, like, it was like, thank you for your purchase, and I had spent $70 on two things I didn't plan on buying. <laughs> And then I tried to go for the refund. Like, well, our people aren't here on Sundays. And I was like, what? So I have to deal you're, with that tomorrow. You're not going to refund Stardew Valley. You're just going to start I a new... It. I no, no, but you're going to start a new farm on your PlayStation now. PlayStation. But I mean, I don't need the whatever the Titan... Whatever that game... Yeah, the Titans. Teen Titans of the game. Titanfall 2? No, it's... No, that, yeah, that game's awesome. Titanfall 3. Yeah. But that was, game would be awesome. Yeah, Probably. I was just like, but I was like, I was like, I pressed two buttons and my thing spent seventy dollars. Like, how the fuck that is? How what was it? What game was that recently that somebody w- was clicking on things on a keyboard and it would ca- cause them to buy things? Shit, it was me. It just happened. Today. Yeah, <laughs> I just it wasn't even a keyboard. It was just like, God, it was right. some other game that was just just recently. It, it wasn't. Wasn't that? It was. Was it like in the news? I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I, it was something I, I saw recently. Yeah, I should I be know. able to I, because I didn't download it or anything. I should be able to get it refunded tomorrow. But I was just, it was so bizarre. How did? How did? Out of all the games, you specifically had? Did you just maybe accidentally add it to your? I had. I had prob- to your shopping cart. I don't even remember. I mean, I know. I know. I had at least looked at the store and I had seen. You know, I, I had definitely seen the Teen Titans game. I had definitely seen Stardew Valley. But I wasn't even in like the section where those games were. I and it was like, thank you for. Because I was in the seventy percent off Black Friday sale, which you know, for sure the Titan Titans game was not part of, because it's brand new. And then it was like, "Thank you for your purchase." I was like, "No." So I, I think have- I think I need to move the PS my PS4 out of the living room. That's that's my next. <laughs> next thing. Yeah. Does the PS5 make itself conscious? It does. It, it, does. Just, <laughs> it just starts buying things. It starts buying things on Andy's PS4 for Andy. <laughs> well, the weird part. So it, it, the TV's got like an auto auto connect on it, so it, it detects if something's turned on, and then yeah. it says, "Okay, I turn on now." But for some <laughs> odd reason, it it says, uh, "I turn on my PlayStation." I turn off my PlayStation. TV then goes, "All right." Time to wake up the PS5. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then the PS5 activates. Yeah. We turn off the PS5, and it's like, huh. All right, let's activate the PS4. <laughs> it does that. Yeah, and, and Chat's mentioning, you know, oops, I you know, asked you for refunds. Oops, I accidentally downloaded this game. Oops, I accidentally played $40 if I can have my money back. So that's yeah. why I'm like, I didn't download it. I didn't do anything. I was just like, and I immediately was like on the refund page like a second later. I was like, but we're closed on Sundays. Fuck you. 
the U2 algorithm was sending me uh, a bunch of videos by some guy who that's his shtick is he downloads games and beats them fast enough to still get the refund. Oh, sure. I mean, I guess, yeah. Steam, you can do that. Yeah. You just hate, have to get under hours. Well, what's annoying about that is a lot of indie games aren't meant to be that long, so you can screw over indie developers all the time. If yeah, you yeah. I mean, if you're paying, you know, twenty bucks a game, I mean, that's well, some of those games are five or ten dollars. Yeah, you should like ten dollars. Yeah, who cares? Just add it to your library, and you just if you don't want to see that those things in your library, you could just click on hide. Well, I think it's more just getting to play and beat it for free. It's yeah. not about not wanting to see it. It's about wanting a no, free game. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, I, okay, if it would have actually bought the, Cal- the Cal- Callista Protocol, I would have been fine. I'm, I'm going to buy that game. And I'm probably going to play that over Christmas break. Cause I, I can just sit down like on Christmas break and just beat that game. I just mean, it's just means I have to wait till the end of December because I'm going to play the fuck out of that game. I, mean, I don't know I made, what that is. It's the guy who made Dead Space. It's a, oh, it's a, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I had game. forgotten the title. But yeah, yeah. I am going to play the fuck out of that game. That's going to take priority over other stuff. Hello again. I'm trying to chat. My mouse over there. Your mouse is over there. You yeah. got to go. Pew. It's a mouse. So, man, it's only been a week since we recorded. It's weird. Well, we'll because we'll, well, we're going to take a two-year break after this. So we want to get Pretty two, much. two back-to-back episodes in. Yeah, yeah, we probably won't be back until next year. Uh, we'll do one more this year. We're playing D&D in two weeks. Okay. Well, I, I would like to do that as a... On my fucking birthday? Well, is your birthday or Christmas birthday we got to play on? Sons of bitches. Like oh, I'm sorry. I'm coming to your house on your birthday. <laughs> we are Dick. 30 years old. We are 30 years past caring about our birthdays. I, ca- I still care about mine. I I still... It's it's now a tradition that I didn't realize I was a tradition until I saw my own YouTube comment from the previous year. But uh, every every year at 12.01 a.m. when my birthday cycles around, I go to the Mark Mothersbaugh It's My Birthday song from Thor Ragnarok on YouTube and blare that thing to annoy Raylene because she's always in bed by then. Mm-hmm. So at 12.01 a.m., she's just got that, that, it's my birthday, just blare next to her head. Makes nice. me happy. Just another day. It's 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 another oh, sure. it's another day that's drawing me closer and closer to Napoleonics, and I don't know how many LEDs I could fit into the Napoleon style miniatures. Be a lot. Almost yeah. light up all those cannons. Yeah, uh, actually. Yeah, cannons. Yeah, don't give me ideas. I mean, honestly, you can get you can get like working cannons in there that have like smoke come out of them and stuff. The you horses can... can have glowing devil eyes. Yeah. Just equip all of my uh, horses like Arcan's horse from uh, Games Workshop. I don't know what that is, but I was thinking of the demon horse outside of Denver International Airport that killed its sculptor. Yeah. That thing's fucking amazing. The what? Uh, Outside the Denver Airport, there's this giant blue uh, stallion with glowing red eyes, and it's killed at least one person. Specifically, its creator. How did it... How did it kill its creator? This is, this is a story that needs to be told. You can't just leave it off at that point. I believe it crushed him to death. Well, I mean, that, that would probably make sense. That's the main way statues kill people. Yeah, yeah. Or big bronze statues, probably electricity, too, potentially. Denver Airport Demon Horse. I'm going to uh, uh, Google it, and I'll get you the details. Hmm. 
You don't have to wait for me. Talk amongst yourselves about other things. I don't know. What else do they talk about? Ooh, they call it Blucifer. Blucifer? Because it's blue and a goddamn demon. Why do you call it? That's a mean thing. It's just a horse. It, it is a giant blue horse with glowing red eyes that has killed people. Yeah. Like <laughs> Killed per- person. Killed ah. person. How, how many more people have died it, to it? it? It's Listen, the, it's, I'm it's, looking it's, into it. It's the official airport horse. You think they would take it down if it's murdered? <laughs> yeah, it's, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> officially named Blue Mustang, but often called Blucifer due to largely due to its haunting red eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, so I mean, so they took they set. I, I assume they either took it as a donation or as a commission project. Yeah, it's a commission project. Okay, and it took it was commissioned in 1993, but it wasn't installed for 15 years due to legal issues, security scares, and the death of the sculptor. All right, when did the sculptor die? Uh, 2006. A large section of the horse fell on him, crushed his leg, and severed an artery. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Eventually, his sons completed the work, although he obviously never lived to, to see it. I guess they wanted how much money. did they? I wonder how much that got commissioned for. Uh, Denver paid an initial one hundred sixty-five thousand and a total of three hundred thousand. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so initially it's one hundred sixty-five thousand upfront, total cost of three hundred thousand. Um, after repeatedly missing deadlines, the city filed a lawsuit against the artist to get its money back. Nothing came of the lawsuit, and Denver eventually paid a total of six hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the work. Although obviously he didn't get to spend it. <laughs> well, he got to spend the initial parts. Sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, my kids can get a hold of this, and I only just chop this year off a little bit. Oh my god! Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, if you've never seen it, it is fucking terrifying. It's just just giant, like especially at night. It's just this giant glowing demon horse. Like why? Why do the, why did the airport want Satan in horse form just out there? It's because the Broncos. And it's not like it's not just like out front. Like it's in a field kind of adjacent to the airport. Like, well, you can't have that like you know plane to hit right. Yeah, a plane plane with like actual red lights in that. Like sure. how how large is this? I mean, obviously it was it was large enough for a piece of it to fall off and kill somebody. So yeah. I guess. I think. I mean, if if it's if it's a small enough piece, I mean, if it cuts an artery in the leg, it can be pretty small and still get the job done. But if it said, but it said it crushed his leg. Yeah, it's thirty two feet. That's a big fucking horse. That's a big fucking horse. <laughs> yeah, and you can see that's the airport way in the background there. It's just this giant horse in a what, field. Is that an airport for ants? Uh, that's just <laughs> yeah. They didn't want the horse next to the airport. They're like, we're gonna commission it, but we want it way over there. Wait, you, we all saw a nope, right? So is that did, yeah? <laughs> is that what the horse is for? Yeah. Is it gonna spit it back out? <laughs> did you see nope? Yeah, see, I saw it with you. Did I? Did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought I saw that with you. you probably did. I forgot. <laughs> you know, you don't see the movie. I forgot you saw nope. I forgot I could convince you to go see nope. You saw nope? Not yet. Nope. Oh, was that a joke? It was not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just having to clarify, it's uh, free on Peacock. Yeah, yeah, recently free. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't. We checked like last week, and it wasn't there yet. And we were waiting. We knew it'd be coming soon, so I'll probably watch it. You know, sometime this week. I know a lot about it, um, but but I not everything. It's enjoyable. 
Yeah, I generally... Like, I know a thing about uh, the thing that isn't the thing that you'd think the thing would be. It's which a different cool. thing. Which is cool, you know, thing. Yeah, it's a cool thing and stuff like that. And it explains, like, if you rewatch the movie, behaviors, for lack of a better term, make sense based on the thing being a thing as opposed to being the thing that you think it is. Yeah. It's very true. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to say anything. I'll somebody's I, I, faces off, too. Yeah, right? I don't want to fist bump anything. Because That's it's basically. all about, yeah. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those listening, you know... Spoilers for spoilers. a movie that was two, two months old. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm pseudo not spoiling it because you can't get much vaguer than saying the thing's a thing and not a thing. But it is a thing. Yeah. Not the thing, though. Yeah. Not, okay, but I mean, it's got it's it's just got good performances and good actors, so really it's just a... It's, it's, it's I've heard it's in Jordan Peele's top three movies. Yes, it is. I has he done, I thought he's done more than that. He has not. Well, as far as director, I mean, he's done. Yeah, he's, he's helped yeah. write things. I mean, I just watched a movie he co-wrote. Okay. Uh, but but yes, directed, he's up to the three. And I think Get Out is pretty universally accepted as his best with nope. Like, I don't think, I guess I shouldn't say nobody, but in general, the vast majority of people liked Get Out more than Us. Uh, us, even if you like it, which I liked Us, but uh, just compared to Get Out, it just it was hard to capture that amazing again. I haven't seen Get Out, and I know I should. should. I know it's I know it's more of a it's uh, not scary, not not scary, but it's just more of a psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, I know Us is definitely a movie I don't want to see because I've seen th- just from the trailers themselves it's- creepy copy versions of people killing i don't yeah. want to watch that the first half of the movie the first half of get out i or excuse me the first half of us might be better than get out as a whole to me but the second half of us is weaker than get out as a whole to me and i think it just it, it on average it gets dragged down but the first half of us is when it's the most these are creepy duplicate people and you don't know what the fuck's going on like why are there creepy duplicate people mm. why are they here why what what is happening the first speech that the duplicate of the main character makes and she's got this weird voice and she's just staring like it's great um but it just couldn't quite hold that for the whole film mm, for me probably personally. good it didn't hold it much longer than it did yeah no and i understand <laughs> like it would have been but but man if it had like i would have yeah i don't know like the explanation of what's going on is interesting and it's cool and it's unique and so, I, yeah i don't know yeah, it's worth watching. It's worth watching, and and they're, neither of them are just like like they're not boogie boo spoopy movies. You know, they're not the 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 nun. Mm, yeah, nun. Yeah, business. I don't like those, those generally. I don't like those at all. Um, just because I, having a central nervous system, like being surprised and being scared or tense or whatever are different things Mm -hmm. and if you if your movie you just have to go boo and throw a cat at the at the camera i am less impressed i mean because it doesn't like the psychological thrillers still i feel hold up with a movie yeah like like if if it's something that's just a jump scare you know it's coming at that point and it does i don't know if rewatching it really Sometimes, makes it that sometimes you're just walking around, you, like when you know the the floor is going to fall out under your feet. You, yeah. it's not exciting anymore. That's true. You never know what's down there. You never know. But yeah, and the, you know, it it the psychological stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's it's like Blair Witch. The, that's the example I gave. Is like when I went and saw Blair Witch in theaters when it came out, mm-hmm. I was disappointed at first because it was not scary. 
Um, and then I went camping two weeks later <laughs> and was basically shitting myself 24 hours a day while I was out in those woods. The because final scene in that movie yeah. stayed with me longer than most things in horror movies. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was about that ending that just like triggered part of my brain and like stuck in it yeah. longer than yeah. I, I I still visually that see final it. Shot, yeah. yeah the final, the final shot, shot yeah. of it yeah. just really sure. my brain it really caused me a, like it was like I yeah. lost a little bit of sleep for a little bit and yeah it's, yeah it's not that scary of a movie but whatever for whatever reason the story was told well enough that when that final scene happened it just triggered some part of my brain in a, in you know a great way except for the part that I was uncomfortable yeah I kicked that fucking map into the river it was <laughs> yeah. useless. <laughs> yeah, I still quote that. Yeah. Still I mean, he was right though. <laughs> well, what other movie? Some movie I seen recently quoted that. It was so funny. I don't. I know they quoted in Psych. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's fucking useless. <laughs> what? I mean, he was not wrong. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But it was just, <laughs> just the fact that he kicked it into the river. It's like I just threw it into the river. No, he <laughs> he kicked a map <laughs> into the river. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that was a good laugh. Some uh, good times. It's an old house, it happens. I, I hear sounds all the time like that in this place. I mean, maybe somebody's knocking on your neighbor's door. Who knows what's happening here? But there's, or we're all about to die, which will be a treat for the people watching live. Because, yeah, as, uh, as our, this recording will never make it out. Well, it, it'll be live when we die. So. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody should shake the camera on that. That was pretty. We're all like, "What was that? What's that?" Yeah. Above us. Sorry, sorry for the silence there. I don't know if my mics picked it up though. But there was nice. a weird knocking that was happening multiple times like above us, kind yeah. of above us, kind of towards my bedroom. Yeah, so and there shouldn't be knocking in that particular direction. I mean, I gave her enough drugs, so there's no yeah, possible yeah, way yeah. that you. That's crazy. <laughs> That's pretty crazy, if you ask me. Oh, I don't think we have anything to talk about, which was a terrible thing to not realize before we hit the record. <laughs> Let's go podcast. Oh, well, wait, I we mean, could, we could have talked about Glass topics. Onion. And you guys could talk about how well, awesome it is. I know we'll talk about that in the recommendations. It's, um, I mean, not many people. It's, it's such a weird thing as it comes out on Netflix next month. It was only, it's only a theater for like one week, and it wasn't really advertised that strongly to be in the theater. No, so you had to be excited that it was coming out and be aware of the fact that it was coming out because, yeah. Yeah, I was aware, and I was actually more so confused on why I saw it for theaters, and I saw like a Netflix film in that. So I, I just yeah. just assumed that it was out on Netflix this week. No, and they're doing that. They're going to be doing that with other films as well. Netflix is doing like you know the one week release thing for their movies, um, which is smart actually because they can get some actual money instead of having the to hold the, <laughs> the whole shrug and not know how many people bought Netflix just for Bright. Um, also, it makes their movies Oscar um, uh, eligible because mm. you have to play in theaters, specifically in L.A., uh, for like at least one weekend or something to be Oscar eligible, which uh, unfortunately weird was not, despite Weird Al desperately begging uh, the Roku channel to release it into theaters in L.A. So his song in the credits, which calls out that technically the song is Oscar eligible, is is not Oscar eligible, which ruins <laughs> yeah. that. 
Yeah. And I think they only have to show it like once or twice, which is why sometimes you'll see those like arty farty movies that'll have like, you know, box office gross of $30. And that's because they literally just did like one showing. It's weird they wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's really weird Roku wouldn't just rent because I can go rent an AMC theater for a showing. Yeah. And just go watch anything. You know, you can just bring your, your home movies and say, I want to watch these as an anniversary celebration for my wife or whatever. You just you just have to have the digital copy of it. Yeah. I mean, so I it's mean, weird that Roku wouldn't spend 50 bucks to have one theater theater broadcast the movie once just so it's technically Oscar eligible. Because then, then they could just make money on that. They could basically say, you know, we're award-winning film company. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, that, yeah. that it's, seems it's really It's so odd. weird that, that... And even knowing that, like, Al asked them to and they're like, no, we're not doing it. It's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess unless that, that was the one film they decided to make, but I assume Roku has made other films. But even if they don't, even if they yeah. never release another film, it can't be that difficult in the era of digital film because it's not like they have to – the prints they have to ship yeah, and stuff. Correct. You just email one theater and yeah. say, can you show this once? I got a, I got a couple <laughs> floppy disks. At a two so in the morning. This, yeah. I got a thumb drive. I got a movie. You, <laughs> yeah. It's just bizarre that they would – say no it's bizarre that there isn't a room just in a strip mall somewhere that brands itself a theater and just has like a a projector against a wall to do just that with the way that like they that they do stuff like activision blizzard's headquarters it's technically in a basement in denmark because that's where they put the plate on the wall and that's why they don't have to pay any american taxes and shit like that you'd think that there would be some room that they just pay a dude $100,000 a year to just sit there and quote-unquote air movies, uh, you know, or uh, so that they all qualify. Every movie should fucking qualify for an Oscar because they all should just air once in L.A. Yeah, I, they, they, should just, they should just put it set up. Yeah. It's the, the knocking demon again. It's fine. If it comes downstairs and killed us, we die. If it doesn't, we don't. Well, we do, but not from it now. We will eventually. <laughs> just ignore it. Yep. Just just ignore it. That's that's how and the talk movie about starts. With how corrupt Hollywood is, why don't they do that? Why isn't some random asshole's apartment in LA I, count as a movie theater so that Weird Al's song is Oscar eligible? The whole movie. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I mean the whole movie, but like that was what brought it. Like every movie should be Oscar eligible because every movie should air in LA at least once. The the issue though is, yeah, it it doesn't make sense to me because at least this day and age where everything is converted. I mean, things might be still uh, recorded onto film, but it's always, always returned over to digital in some way or some form or another. So you could put that onto, you know, either Blu-rays or or whatever devices that you're going to put it onto. It doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't just, just run it through a theater. I really liked the Weird Al movie. It was very enjoyable. And it was it was bizarre and absurd and it was it was weird. I was I was gonna it's is it only ever gonna be on Roku or is it gonna eventually show up on Prime and stuff like Probably that? Probably Roku exclusive, but RokuChannel.com is on your computer. Oh. And I mean sometimes <laughs> That's how I, watched it. I mean sometimes they'll release something on Amazon, but not not Amazon like the channel, but is like a digital thing you could buy. But that doesn't always happen for a long time for some of that stuff. But eventually, some of those exclusives are able to be bought on like a a Blu-ray at some point or or, sure. or download. But not not always. And with Roku, I wouldn't. It's so weird that it it is on Roku. It's it's a I mean it's a professionally made movie, but you just wouldn't think Roku did this. 
I'm wondering I'm wondering if there was something in for the licensing for it that's probably why they didn't put it out. It may have been a script that was originally intended for a separate company and they they that other company yeah. said you can you can do this script but you know you can't release it wide or something yeah, like that. There could be some yeah, but it's a, but it's a very fun movie. Hmm. And very absurd. In well, all yeah, the right ways. Yeah. I mean, I, I expect it's that. It's good to finally understand the life of Weird Al and what's all happened to him and his journey you from know, uh, stardom. Speaking of stars and that, that I haven't seen the make of, I have not seen, uh, was it Pop Star? Never Stop, Never Stopping? Yeah. Or Don't Stop, Never. Yeah. Never, it's so good. I've, I've never seen that either, right? It's free on one of the things we yeah, have. I, mean, I think, you, it's, you should, I think like, it's free. I still. saw the tennis one. Andy Samberg, like. Pop star is great. Uh, Hot Rod is great. Like, yeah. like he, it's much better than the tennis movie he did. Was, was he in the tennis one or that was someone else? I don't remember who but was in it. Pop star is it's top tier. It's so absurd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor Seal. Seal the artist. Yeah. Uh-huh. And whatever he got to be married to Heidi Klum for a long time, so yeah. I don't feel bad about anything that happens to Seal. That's true. His average life joy, a lot of bad would happen to happen to him before he's below me on the average happiness index. Yeah. I've barely ever had sex with Heidi Klum. Mm-hmm. Barely ever? Barely ever. It would be difficult to have less sex with Heidi Klum than I've had. Also, her worm costume was amazing. I, I love Heidi Klum for that kind of shit. Like, even just being a beautiful woman aside, the fact that she's like, fuck it. Like, did you guys see that? Yeah, she was like, like an earthworm. She was an earthworm. A disgusting, like, it wasn't even like, ooh, I'm was, a sexy earthworm. That was the grossest costume. And I love that she's like, fuck it. I'm going to have a big Halloween extravagant bash, and I'm going to dress up as a goddamn earthworm. Yeah. That that was, she well, must have had a helper like, come uh, with her, too. What's the artist? What's her name? The uh, musician. Bjork? No, the one that was in a <laughs> battleship. Rihanna. 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 Rihanna's yeah. phenomenal. Rihanna's amazing. I love yeah. Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. about Rihanna is just phenomenal. Uh, when you read it, whenever she does anything, it's just great. Yes. Whenever she does anything, I knew Rihanna was the best when I saw that article that compared a meet and greet with her with a meet and greet with Avril Ravine. Yep. And yes. it just shows the way they both behave when you pay $500 to get a photo taken with them. And you can see it, it's just day and night. Just a genuinely nice well, person? or I just- understand that Avril Lavigne has to stand there for eight hours having a hundred people stand next to her taking pictures, right? And she obviously and doesn't enjoy she, it. Right, she doesn't, en- you know, and because she, you're just standing there like, nice, cheese, cheese, you know, I get it. But you can tell, like, yes, you've taken a hundred fucking pictures every day of this tour, which means you've taken tens of thousands of photos, but for each of these people... It's their one and only chance to glimpse. do this. Yeah. It's, it's it means the world to them, and you can tell the Rihannas of the world who remember that. Like the pictures with Rihanna, she's riding piggyback, she's hugging people, they're mm. high fiving. She is just giving her all. Like this is some long lost friend that she's never been more excited to see. Uh, versus the stand six feet apart, don't make eye contact in out assembly line of the Avril Lavigne. And I mean, not to pick on Avril Lavigne, a lot of people do it that way, but you yeah. can tell the difference between the Avrils and the Rihannas. And when I saw that, I'm like, Rihanna's amazing because the kind of person who remembers that, that's true 
that's true empathy, right? Yeah. Like to to know that you're making this person's day. These people, who knows what percentage of their 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 expendable income this photo is costing? This could be mm-hmm. their yearly treat to themselves, right? Yeah. And 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 it's great that she remembers that. And 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 that's not just that. Like I've heard a thousand things about Rihanna since then that just reinforced seen, that opinion. Yeah, I've, I've, that's what I first saw as well. Was that and I've seen her do a bunch of other stuff, and yeah, she's just always just like having fun with you know whatever she's doing. Yeah. And, and cool. it's that like when and you hear the shit like famously John Cena, you know, just blowing people out of the water as far as make a wish fulfillments. <laughs> like if he did half as many, he'd still have more than anyone else. Like th- I'm I'm always happy to see that shit because when you're a celebrity, you have infinite money and popularity and power. It would be very easy to just jerk off and sp- and burn a hundred dollar bills for fun for the rest of your life. Uh, but to make the effort to not just do that just makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really kind of turned me around on on John Cena too. Is back when I used to watch wrestling back then too, when he was popular, I I didn't I could care less about him. I, I just didn't care for him at all. And and uh, and then then I really kind of heard all the backstory scenes. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, God. Although he's, nobody's perfect. There's still the Taiwan shit he did, which annoys me, but whatever. I mean, nobody's perfect, and he's making the effort, right? And yeah. that comes from our greatest strength is our greatest weakness, right? And so that empathy he had that makes him do all the make the wishes is also what makes him be like, oh, I don't want to make people mad, and so I'll apologize for stating a literal fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I mean, that they may have also come come from above as well, too, because there's a lot of money in... in in China. There isn't, though. That's what's so fucking insane to me, is if you look at China, it, look at China's box office. They don't give a shit about American movies. Like, uh, they don't. I, if I'll you look you at example. the highest grossing Chinese movies of like the last sure. 20 years, it's 90% Chinese movies. Like a few leak through. For some reason, they really liked the Warcraft movie. Yeah, that's that really, what yeah, I was going to point they out. They really liked Warcraft. <laughs> they really liked um, like two or three of the Fast and the Furiouses, and they really liked the Transformers movies. Yeah. But Marvel, Star Wars, none of that shit cracks their top ten over there. They don't care. So you don't need – you're fucking – you're taking John Boyega off your movie poster because you don't want China to, to, to know that black people exist. Yeah. They're not going to watch your movie anyway. Fuck it. I think there's a lot of secondary way they make money though, not just a theater. I mean, I, I don't it does seem weird, but they, they definitely are getting money alternate ways from them because of the way they treat them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it's not like box office. I, I found it weird though. So like the the budget for World of Warcraft, the movie, it I think it actually broke budget in just by domestic gross. Probably, but not not but, with but, advertisements but not, and stuff. Not, just not, actual budget, yeah. Yeah, just the actual budget. But then China just like I think like doubled it. Uh, just off of them, so I'm I'm kind of surprised that they haven't made a sequel to it just just from the China Chinese receipts on it. But yeah, it was also a weird, weirdly jarring film. I thought it was done decently. I wish that the humans, I wish they would have did it just all animated because the, the orcs look fucking amazing. The humans just look weird next to the the orcs. Sure, and that if they looked like how they do in the in the game, it would have probably been a much yeah, they, better. They look like humans. How do you? The humans in the humans in World of Warcraft are oddly proportioned, just like the orcs. They're they're bigger than than just everyday you and I. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the orcs in that it, that's fucking awesome. In 
deed. So go watch Glass Onion. Yep. I mean, if you're watching us live, you might be able to go see it. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait a month. You have to wait till like, yeah, like 23rd of December or something, something like something. that. Yeah. Late this, it's very close to Christmas is when it comes out. Uh, this Wednesday, we got a movie coming out that, that I'm going to We have a see. movie coming out? No, not we. Is it, is it a Thursday? Is it a Thursday? made a movie? Is it Thursday? No, no. Thursday is the first. Thursday is the first. So November 30th is when it comes out. Isn't it? Isn't that? Um, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. I, I, I made conversations in my head and then I'm performing them outside of my head. <laughs> no. Uh, the, set to, uh, the Violent the, Night. Violent Night is out on the 30th. I think it's out on the swell. Maybe the 30th because the 30th is a Wednesday, but I think the second is probably like in the theaters. But it The second would be Friday. would be Friday. Yeah. I could have sworn I saw it was out on the 30th. It could be it out could, on the 30th. It could be, because the release date is officially December 2nd, the Friday. But, of course, they always would have, like, the Thursday open, and then those move to Wednesday. It's just, like, the shit keeps moving. Yeah. It's like how Black Friday eventually became everybody was shopping on Monday. Well, uh, that was, yeah, the, the, the Cyber Monday, so yeah. online stores can get their fair that. share. We. <laughs> So you can see it on Thursday is when it's in the theater okay. here. The week before Thanksgiving, we went to the mall, and they had shit. Like, there were signs, like, you know, special Black Friday price. It's like, it's not Black Friday for another week. Like, <laughs> at that point, stop claiming it's your Black Friday price. Just say it's on sale. Yeah. Some place had a Black Friday sale. They posted a video, and it was like, they opened the door. There's a bunch of people waiting. Like, one guy walks in the store. <laughs> Because everyone's bracing for impact. It's <laughs> just one guy. Because why? Why would you do that? I remember the last Black Friday I worked retail. It was so there was just one guy, yeah. and he got there at like four in the morning and waited like you know four hours for us to open our doors because we didn't even do like special hours because it's just a random Friday. Fuck off. We don't care anymore because like you could order stuff online for pickup in store at our store at the Black Friday price. So why would you wake up at 4 in the morning when you could just get up at like 7.45 and be like, boop, boop, and then show up at noon and pick it up? I know some people that, uh, yeah, they can't be bothered to go onto the internet, yeah. even for somebody special. I know some people, and they're, they're a little bit older, but to them, it's part of it is some people, they have the tradition, they, they get up and them and their aunt or them and their whatever, they go out. So it's, it's not even that they care so much. It's just... Every Black Friday, they go out with their friends, and that's a thing that they do. And obviously, it's ridiculous, but some things people do. They once you get a, when you get like a habit of doing something, sometimes it just keeps going regardless of it should or shouldn't. And I won't normally poo-poo on the way that people like to have traditions or spend time with their friends and loved ones, but in particular, fuck those people because it's so enraging. Like when my my wife and I again both work in retail, and she'd be working on Thanksgiving. Yeah, having to be there, fucking working, and people would come in and buy something. Like, oh, I can't believe they make you work on Thanksgiving. They didn't make her work Thanksgiving. Your fucking ass made her work on Thanksgiving. If you could have stayed at fucking home and bought this not today, she wouldn't have had to come in. She could have spent her Thanksgiving with her family. But no, you need to buy some pasta maker on Thanksgiving for no fucking reason. And then be like, oh, I can't believe they make you work on Thanksgiving. But maybe they want to make pasta. Yeah, they'd make pasta. Buy, fucking put in your sink. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, my wife didn't get to have to Thanksgiving for 20 goddamn years because of those assholes. Mm-hmm. So dumb. I agree. I agree. 
I'm I'm happy to see now that it seems to be kind of more of the up thing of of businesses saying like we're not going to be open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I'm well, surprised it didn't happen sooner. Uh, Having an ad campaign, you know, tote yourself up as being all about the values, well, and we want our when, people to spend time with their families. When it starts sooner, and it's so much online, there, yeah. like I said, there's there's such less reason to go. I mean, Cyber Monday tomorrow, is Cyber Monday, oh, right. uh, uh, Cyber Monday, don't care, uh, Cyber Monday. Isn't it like also small business? Uh, Monday, or I, I don't know. I mean, they just I, they I, keep I, vomiting this shit out. Yeah, I mean, it was capitalism. Yeah, like once upon a time, you just bought Christmas presents, which already was capitalism because Christmas wasn't about spending thousands of dollars on unneeded shit for everyone you know. That's what Jesus, when he was born, he's like, true. please spend all the money. Yeah, he, gave, he gives Famously invited all the money lenders into the temple because he's a huge fan of capitalism. Yep. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I heard. He's all into the stonks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, have you heard about GameStop? <laughs> His NFT is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's some stock split thing with the loaves and fishes there, you know. Somebody mm-hmm. can make that mm-hmm. work. Yeah, fucking a. <laughs> Teach a man to fish we keep when you can stonk. <laughs> <laughs> you give a man a fire, you keep him warm for a day. <laughs> yeah. Set him on fire. He's... Yeah. Hmm. Stonks. Stonks, indeed. Indeed. We are going to start playing Vermintide. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to it more. Yeah, yeah, you and I played it a bit a while ago. and then I then, played uh, a little with you. I played a little with Chris and very, very little with Andy. But now all of us. I'm excited. I tried we, to buy more of it. And it and we can't play it until no. you do. Yeah, we, we're kind of stuck until you get more of it because we can't, we can't even open the... I mean, and the funny thing is the chaos area, which I, we, I couldn't even access because you, you don't have it, is, the, is completely free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just need to add to, li- add to your library. I, so this is the weird thing though too. So when I went to Steam, they had like the bun- they had different bundles and that you can get with Vermintide Two. And I don't think I've gotten anything for Vermintide sure. Two at all. So on the bundles, I could just go to the DLC part and I could just say add all to cart. And right now it was saying it was like thirty two dollars to add all the bundles, all the DLC to the sure. cart. But then they also had a bundle, you know, like get all the bundles. And the bundle there was like $48. I think the bundles add in some cosmetics that the main Maybe thing does. Maybe the soundtrack, the soundtrack and shit like stuff that. like that. Because really the things you need is the free y, the free Winds of Magic. Then there are two, there's three DLCs you got to buy. One is like $6, one was $4, and one was like $9. Yeah. And that unlocks every single thing in the game. Yeah, and there's just alternate careers for the characters and stuff like that. And those, but yeah. are, those are more optional. But, but yeah, yeah, those are more optional. But I'm just thinking about like the difference between because those would count as DLCs. But I guarantee, yeah. like the the upgrade kit from Prestige Edition to Basic Edition is probably. And again, that's yeah. just soundtracks and cosmetics. Because once we ever, yeah, we'll be able to do all the missions. Like I said, and it's funny because we we we, the, we we had played we played two games Friday night just to kind of remember what the fuck. How do you play Vermintide? Yeah. And we played at the you know the easiest version, and that that game just shits out healing potions every five. Like we couldn't. The game was like, oh, you want to the only potion? Like I, I just picked one up. I haven't even drank it. It's like giving me five more. Yeah. We're like, all full health. Meant, We're all meant, holding healing potions, and it's still giving us more healing. Yeah. Potions. And you, when you play in the very next level, which is called Veteran, which is still the second from the bottom, it's like for the entire mission, you can find one healing potion somewhere in the map for the four people for to the share. Four people. Yeah. And everything hits super hard, and you're gonna die. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, that, that's but that's the appeal of Vermintide. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is it? Yes. <laughs> well, it's chaotic, a tactic. When you, you ring those bells and those rats start pouring out of the walls, you should be shitting yourself. Yeah. And yeah, and well, the game. I mean, it's all about. I mean, it's all about like working together and like when you when hordes come at you knowing how to get in corners knowing when people bash trying to stay behind the i mean literally like try to steal you, know, you kind of because people have volume so if you have the the tank in front stunning things and the people in the back can be shooting through them and stuff it's there's a lot of tactics that are good involved in vermintide i just set things on fire you burn things up you don't need tactics when you just spray fire out of your and face and there constantly. are like higher i mean there's a lot higher tiers i've only i've only done the veteran tier which again is second from the bottom but there's like four tiers beyond that i've never even bothered and that can, i i the, that chaos waste thing I remember now from when we played is the one where you like go through the map and you do yep. like you know six different encounters in a row and you get bonuses in between them. It's yep. almost like a um, uh, a roguelike uh, with the whole like going up the the map in um, uh, what's the deck building one. Yep, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Yeah, it's got like a Slay the Spire style map with the Vermintide encounters. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, and we basically we all jumped into this because we were we were thinking about doing the Dark Tide one. We're like, well, we already own Vermintide. Maybe we'll play Dark Tide, but we don't we don't need to spend forty dollars right now. We can spend, you know, people had to spend somewhere between like you know ten and fifteen dollars get caught up in Vermintide. So it was a much cheaper buy-in because hmm. we all own some part of it. And you know, if later in December we feel, and I and I bought that Conan Unchained game, whatever it was called, because it was seven dollars. It's basically like if you've ever it's uh, one of those games. It's you you build a base. And you get attacked by things. It's, it's all like Conan-themed stuff. And then like you have to just defend. It's like a tower defense. Like you, It's like kind of, a, I think, Billions. What was the other game called? Uh, they Are Billions. There Are Billions is very yeah. similar, where you just you defend a base and build stuff up and upgrade stuff. And I I, and I actually played like 50 to 60 hours of They Are Billions. So I, I figured for $7. And the Conan, Conan one has uh, multiplayer options. I'm like, well, if someone else gets someday, it's cheap enough to goof around with. Speaking of like tower defense style things, you and I played a bunch of Orcs Must Die too yep. back in the day too. I'm always sad they never made like the more current one. They made something from Orcs Must Die a few years later, but it was reviewed terribly. Yeah, Orcs, that happens. Yeah, Orcs Must Die was fun, and it was only over two players, so they never made like a four player version of it. That was the years of my potato. I yeah. could not play. They pl- there is a like Dungeon Defenders. I think is kind of like uh, that, where you can have up to four players, and it's that kind of style. I, I think Tim played a lot of that game. Oddly enough. That's glass onion. That's glass onion. Yeah, no, yes, onions, good stuff. Good stuff. The glass onion, as yeah. was knives out. Yeah, if you like knives out, you're gonna like glass onion. Yeah. It's different story, different structure, but it's still great, and it's it's but it's still reminiscent of knives. That's the best kind of like familiarity. It's like it's still fresh in the same kind of way. Well, and I I'm just very happy between the Knives Out movies and the Kenneth Branagh uh, Poirot movies um, to have whodunits back because I was always a huge fan of whodunits uh, as a kid, you know, and and they they kind of went away as a genre of of film, and I like them. They're fun because they're usually very character driven. They'll have like mystery, they'll have action, they'll have comedy. I mean, everybody likes Clue. But for some reason, it's a stupid game. Yeah, sorry. no, the, the, the yes, yes, yes. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> good call out. Um, it, it, you'll laugh. At, you're, you're gonna laugh at that in a month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, no, like for some reason, like that that genre kind of died out. Like Clue mm. is a parody of that genre, and there's not really a lot of true entries of it after that. Like there were the Poirot. TV movies that they had on PBS starring David Suchet, which are all phenomenal. That guy's fucking amazing. Is it like 
a part you know there's a lot the characters that you can never imagine somebody else playing he is Poirot to me and every other Poirot is wrong uh because it's just he's the guy but anyway uh, like but apart from like those like theatrical they didn't they really kind of stopped and so I was very excited that Knives Out was a big hit and that it brought back uh uh the Kenneth Ronneth ones and hopefully they'll keep coming there's at least one more Knives Out uh movie coming out yeah they're supposed to be yeah. because they they prepaid for two additionals uh, so did I assume everybody here has seen the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, a holiday special. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's all right. It was fine. It was forty-five minutes of just you know, it was just it was very simple. I mean, I mean, for a holiday special, it, you know, it, it served its purpose. I, I laughed a couple times. I was amused. I didn't like didn't change my life or anything. That's for sure. But there's a song at the beginning I enjoyed. It's a yeah. catchy song. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably my favorite part. Fun song. I just can't get over. So I watched that, and then we have the dichotomy of uh, of watching Succession, which is just a whole bunch of asshole rich people, yeah, just being rich asshole people, yeah. Um, and then we watch then the equal amount on the same day of Ted Lasso, which <laughs> is which is just fucking sweet and wholesome, just just a really good fucking show. Both of them are really good shows on opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> I enjoy both those shows quite a bit. Yeah, I I've been fucking Ted Lasso is just just fucking heartstrings. It's just so goddamn good overall. I I don't think you've you've watched it all yet. No. Yeah, I've yeah. heard good things though. Yeah. Yeah, as I said before, and probably in one of our previous. I guess it is batting a thousand for me right now. I just need to watch more stuff on Apple Plus. Yeah, I think you guys might like Foundations. Is it's a it's an interesting sci-fi show, but I don't know if you guys will like it or not. But it's I thought Foundations was interesting. I like Mythic Quest. I mentioned both of those before. I think those are both fun shows. C, I like, but I could see. <laughs> I could see the C. Uh, I don't know if I just don't know if you guys like see or not, but it's it was cool. It's got uh, Jason Mimosa yeah. and Batista, right? And then I watched the Moon Show. I wa- the Moon Show was weird because I watched the Moon Show. Is, is it actually called the Moon Show? <laughs> I assume it's got a different name. No, it's not. It's, it's, is it like it's, Moonbase Thirteen or something? No, no. It's it's a, a, it's, it's, one? it's one of those. It's an alternate timeline where one of the Russians landed on the moon first. Oh. Uh, and I watched an episode. Of, I watched two episodes. I was like, well, this is okay, but they didn't pull me in. And then I went back and I watched like the three seasons instantaneously. Like I couldn't like it just once it sucked. Once it got me in, and that show has like it it handles like tension and stress and like build up very well. So if you let it get going, it really latches on to you really well. Hmm. But yeah, but it's the Moon Show. It's pretty good. For all mankind is the actual name of the show. So those are like those are. I mean, I stop. Yeah. So Apple TV. But there are some duds on Apple TV. There was a show about an alien invasion show that didn't really put aliens in the show. And there's an M. Night Shyamalan show I remember them advertising there's when like Apple three TV first came with like a spooky people, doll. Some people do like that show. There was like three seasons of that. People kind of like, I, I thought it was, it didn't really catch me, but it was okay. And then there's like a morning show of like, what if it was like, it was kind of like a focus around the Me Too movement a little <clears> bit thing. <throat> Look, not all movies can be a home run. For M Night Shyamalan, and most aren't. Some some are just foul balls. <laughs> just a lot of a lot of foul balls. That is that <laughs> man is a, a mixed bag of success <laughs> with those films. 
Yeah, I, I've liked, I've, uh, yeah. if you could go into his movies without his hype, he they are more enjoyable than not, but they also just get in their own way. They they do, and even if you're not all about like oh twist any stuff, but just like sometimes it's like what were you thinking, dude? Yeah. Um, you know, again, I, I use it as an example all the time of, of good storytelling is knowing, you know, what you need to communicate that improves the story and what doesn't improve the story. And The Sixth Sense, which is widely considered his best film, mm-hmm. uh, they never explain why the kid can see dead people because it doesn't fucking matter why the kid can see dead people. Yeah. You don't need a near-death experience. You don't need, I mean, you don't need anything. It just needs to be taken as a fact that the kids didn't see dead people. The happening, you don't know why people are killing themselves. It just needs to be the setting of your story. You need an hour and a half of people committing suicide with no explanation and the panic and terror and drama that that causes. You don't need angry trees. That only makes your story worse. Yeah, I've heard that as, a, as an example of, of that too. It, it, yeah, it doesn't make any sense why they why that. I feel like he also, when he got those actors, he's like, we're going to pay a lot of money for this movie, but we, we don't want you to actually use your acting skills. Yeah. We want you all to put in your worst performances you've ever done. You're all talented. You all are capable, but don't use those skills in this movie. It'll it'll play better if you look like you're act, pretending to act. Man, Which I, is perfect for Mark Wahlberg. He can do, he's fine yeah, sometimes, but all the actors are just bad in that movie. And I feel like that was by direction. I can't. They can't all be that bad on. I don't know. Just, just maybe they can be. But the happening is so high up on my list of movies. I wish could have a remake or just a redo. Like go back in time. Like just imagine. Just like think of something tense like The Mist. You know. But then every once in a while, somebody just slits their own fucking throat just in the middle of a scene. Like it would just be so disorienting and and just wrong at, at a primal just, level but if it just ended i don't know if i would if in the end have find it that interesting of a movie. i mean you could yeah you i to, mean you, you have, have to have tweet. some way to stick the landing yeah but but the landing doesn't even necessarily need to know why this is happening sure. it could just stop like with no explanation like the birds doesn't have a why do the birds attacking they yeah. just stop all of a sudden yeah and you never know, are they going to start again? That's that sort of Damocles yeah. just hanging over the head of the characters. It's like, yeah, the birds stop murdering people, but is it just for the next eight hours or is it forever? But no one likes the birds. That's true. It is famously a movie that it has, is disliked and, and not influential no at all. No one's even heard of it. You mean Birdemic, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. I meant Birdemic. Okay. They stopped because they ran out of budget. That's why the birds stopped attacking in that movie. God. <laughs> they made a sequel and it... <laughs> when somebody makes an unintentionally amusing bad movie and then they try to make an intentionally amusing bad movie, it never works. No. And Birdemic 2 is such a great example of how you can't do it on purpose. It's it's hard to capture lightning, and that's why sequels always, not always suck, but the majority of sequels are always just kind of meh. Compared to the original, because well, some sequels are too. Af- they have to like almost. De- I mean, sequels have too many formulas. Okay, well, what if like okay, in this movie, this guy did this and this guy did this, and so now we're going to reverse it. And what yeah. if this guy did that and this guy did that? And these three side characters that were funny but not really relevant, we're going to bring them back in too. It's like you don't like they 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 get yeah. so afraid and they think well one of those must be that magic in the bottle. So if we bring every element back and we just reorder it, that it'll still be. 
And the, and the good sequels are the ones that go outside of that. I mean, some of them that go outside that still are bad too, but yeah. I mean, the ones that more often than not succeed, you know, they are more willing to break the mold a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you want to have some of the same elements, but yeah, you can't just cookie cutter the script, like, right? Yeah, or you, you, you t- yeah, like Aliens takes it up in a completely different level, still the same script, yeah. but in a different way, and you know that kind of stuff. And well, it's a very different film. I mean, you took yeah. a horror movie yeah. and you made an action movie sequel, yeah, and Term- it worked. Yeah. And Terminator One, Terminator Two, yeah. you know, you can you can make things work in the eighties, I guess. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess it worked in the eighties. Hey, Terminator Two was in the nineties. Yeah, that's true. Terminator Two was at the very beginning of the. It 90s. was the nineties. Yeah, I think I think it was, was eighty nine. Like no, I think it, it was eighty nine when it first came out. No, no, know. it was definitely in the nineties. I think it was. It was ninety one or ninety two. I was definitely still living at home, and I definitely. Also, yeah. fun fact for any uh, music lovers out there: um, it's possible that there's some super obscure thing that nobody even cares about. So I won't say only, but. If you look at a list of songs in various time signatures, the only mainstream known and recognized song in 1316 time signature is the Terminator theme song. It's such a weird time signature that oh, only don't, that don't. song is 1316. No one else has made a release to a, a, a song in 1316. And in fact, it's in 1316 on accident because the way it was recorded, the guy making it had to like manually slow shit down to make it line up because he would, you know, they didn't have the technology we have now. And so it just accidentally became 1316. It was 91. Yeah. That seems believable. Yeah, there's your, your trivia for any music lovers out there is... You can you can quiz your fellow music nerds about name the only song that's in thirteen sixteen time. I'm sure that there's some obscure song. As I said, I know there's something out there. (laughs) Some jazz singer did a thing, but like as far as main release songs in the you know, if you uh, yeah, it's it's enough of an only that I'm going to stand by. Everybody knows what I mean when I say that. Sure, sure. Nobody remember this podcast yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Although I was, and it kind of looped around in my own brain, and so maybe I'm the one who did it, but something I did want to bring up tangentially to Glass Onion, and now it's tangentially to the making a bad movie on purpose not working, is a movie I'm... I didn't expect to be excited to see, and I don't know if I'm ironically or unironically excited to see, is... Megan, Mathrigan, however you want to say it. It's the movie that you maybe have seen trailers for it. This lady. Is it just called Megan? It's M3GAN, oh. and I still call 7 to 7 in because if you're going to spell your movie S E 7 E N, I'm going to pronounce it to 7 in because I'm an asshole. But yes, it's just called Megan, but the E is a 3. Um, so if you're Googling it, you should spell it Mathrigan, but it's pronounced Megan. Anyway, I, I love Malignant, and I still don't know if Malignant was on purpose or not. And I'm excited for Megan because it's James Wan again. And he, he is it going to be back to the spoopy nun style movies or is it going to be another malignant? Like and when, when I'm watching the, tra- the trailer, dancing, like like the what tra- music is playing that's going to yes, ramp that up? Because the trailer starts and it's like, this is just a spoopy movie. And then she starts dancing and you're like, wait, what is this? 
is this a parody? Is James Wan insane? Well, Did his a, girlfriend write it again? And he's doing like, yes, he is insane, regardless of the outcome. That guy is nuts. Yeah. But you, I, I also enjoyed Malignant. I understand why people don't like Malignant. If you can't enjoy the last twenty minutes of Malignant, there is no joy left in your heart. Well, I think some people just can't accept the transition. They're like, sure, That's, but I'm like, okay, you're you're this far in. It's so absurd. You gotta yeah. just go with the nonsense. It's kind of amazing in its own absurd way. Because people talk about the transition like it comes out of nowhere, and it doesn't come out of nowhere. Oh. The same movie, a previous act had someone fall through two stories of a building, and then a pixie song starts playing. Yeah. Like the movie was absurd from the start. It just took off all pretense yeah. in that drunk take. That's when the movie's like, I'm not even pretending anymore. You're getting this shit, and you're gonna love it. Yeah. The, it just walked out of the the bathroom, just wearing only a robe and a cigar. And yeah, then it just said, "Hey, yeah, this is happening. Okay. This, this this is what <laughs> shit's gonna be. You are gonna have just inex." <laughs> I'm not even going to say it for anyone who hasn't seen no, Malignant, yeah, yeah. but you, sh- God, it's when absurd. it takes off the gloves and says, this is the rest of the movie now, and chairs are flying and Kung Fu's happening and heads are exploding, I was just hooting like a monkey slapping my ass. Is it like the sequence in, uh, oh, what is that, uh, that uh, spy movie? Yeah. Kingsman? Kingsman. Kingsman. It's like the, the sequence in the Kingsman. It, it's not not so. to the extreme, but not. But almost more to the extreme. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely, it's in the same vein. It's it's in the same vein, but that at least, like, Kingsman, and again, I, I maintain that Malignant did have that to some extent through it, but it wasn't as out there. Sure. But Kingsman was always, like, kind of a parody movie thing, whatever. It's more like if you went and saw, like, Quantum of Solace, and then the last 20 minutes of Quantum of Solace were that style. And it's like, oh, what? Wait, what? This is the rest of the movie now. Is this? Uh, to be honest, with you, I would. I, I think that's about the same because Kingsman really kind of felt to me was a. I mean, it, it was a cheeky Bond, but it was. Sure. But it was. It was really more set, kind of a down to earth. And after that, there, there's that scene, and then there's like the 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 the, the breakdance fight against some gazelle and stuff like that. I mean, I can see that, but oh, yes, okay. it yeah, it does. Well, no, because I'm agreeing with you because that's the third act then when yeah. they have like the breakdance fight scene and stuff like that. But but yes, I mean, Malignant. Well, the, the very first thing in Malignant is basically from the movie Basket Case. Like, <laughs> yeah, anyone who said that it was it was a jarring transition just wasn't paying attention for the first two thirds mm. of the movie. And it makes sense to the movie. It does. It makes sense to the movie. It's, uh, yeah. And again, I don't like most of those, like most of the movies that James Wan does, that style of movies, The Conjurings and whatnot, I'm not a big fan of those. And I, I, yeah. And I love the, I think the, of of all those movies that are out there that way, I think The Conjuring are a leaps and a bound top tier of those stuff. But if you look at those kind of movies, you look at those kind of movies. And I'm just using The Conjuring, yeah. like, because it's, I'm using, like, Kleenex to facial tissues. Yeah. I'm not speaking of The yeah. Conjuring movies. When I say The Conjuring movies, I'm also talking, talking about, about genre that yeah. whole genre. Yeah, no, whether it be The Conjuring, that. The, the Insidiouses the spooky, and the... Yeah. Spooky jump scare movies. Yeah, whether Different it's Insidious or the Insidious. Yeah. I know, I yes. Know. And they're all The yes. Conjuring. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, they're I, all The Conjuring. I mean, I think most of them are in the same world. I mean, they are. That's how a boomer would describe genres of TV. I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm walking in on my grandchild playing Halo and being like, oh, you're on your Nintendo again? Yes, I get that I'm calling it a Nintendo. I just... Those are all the conjuring. The Insidious is a conjuring, and they all, they're just all conjurings. 
Is Insidious the one with Bagul, or is that a different one? I'm not sure. I think it, it's in the same world. Insidious, well no, it's a, I'm pretty sure Insidious is a whole different uh, genre. Of something, that, yeah, whatever. The point is, I don't like those movies, but like, I guarantee James Wan had done a bunch of those movies, and his girlfriend said, hey, I wrote this script, and that's not even a joke. His girlfriend wrote that script, and she said, babe, can you get this movie made? And he went to the studio, and he said, I have made you... I, he's made multiple billion-dollar movies. When you look at the top-grossing films of all time, he's on, like, two or three times in the top ten, because he did, he did Aquaman, and he's in The Conjurings and shit. That dude makes money. And The Fast and the Furious. And The Fast and Furious, yeah. He brought the... So he went to... Like, he, he edges out, like, Cameron and stuff. He has more billion-dollar movies than those people because of that well the camera makes a movie every like 10 sure. years yeah it's well he has fault. to wait for all the press to die down from the last time he tried to murder an actor before he can do it again yeah but uh the point is he went to a studio and said don't interfere and he made malignant and i love him for it and i don't know if he did that again with megan or not is it gonna be a shitty killer robot movie that's gonna annoy me or is it gonna be malignant again but it is fun when he's like, you know what i'm making this movie i made enough movies you're letting me do this yeah nonsense. fuck mean, yeah and then and then he makes like a, a, a obnoxious movie. It's not some artsy movie that's about like a tree of life that I want to murder the person for. Yeah, yeah. He didn't pull again to circle back. Even again, M Night Shyamalan says, you know, I'm going to make the lady in the water as a special gift to my. You know, this is the movie that's special to me, and it's just dog shit that Andy I loves. Like parts of that. <laughs> I, I like parts of that movie. I don't know what it is. You love ten to twenty minutes of this six hour long movie that rambles and and doesn't have a point <laughs> or a, yeah. I like I, I like the. I, <laughs> where he like he kills off a film critic <laughs> like it's like yeah. all right come on M Night yeah. we, we can all tell you're working through some issues here <laughs> I I, d- I guess I just kind of like the the guy the guy the who the outcast the the outcast from the the fairy world that <laughs> that a a group comes together to help sure and I, I like that overall story there and the it, community it works. part element yeah yeah. I mean, you got a hodgepodge group of people that are kind of combined. You know, I get yeah. that. Yeah, no, it's like that. Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, fucking a Harry and the Hendersons! So goddamn good. <laughs> Every version of Henry, Harry and the Hendersons. Our entire chat people just left us. By the way, they've, yeah. they've said this is nonsense and have left. I exactly. <laughs> Crippled system. Where we talk about movies. I, mean, I, I, I want to. Well, the no whole one's time. no one's played any miniature games since our last. We, we mean, well, it's been, it's, it was a Thanksgiving week. None of us have played a game. You've worked on some miniatures, but I mean, none of us. I mean, my Batman models are with the painter. Andy's and big project has been putting the LEDs in all of his all of yeah. his models now. All you, can, my, you can get on our Discord if you want to see pictures. And today I could I could have gone to a Song of Ice and Fire tournament today, but we played D and D, so I couldn't do that. So that was my one chance to play games, but D and D is more important. I am currently magnetizing a Bane blade uh, on commission for somebody, and it is that's a big fucking tank. If you ever want to see, just look up Games Workshop Bane Blade. It's a tank like about that fucking big, and all the parts, and all the parts aren't the the instructions are are pretty set forward for it, but there's no fucking numbers for any of the sprues in the instructions. Yeah, that, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It just says Here, here's a part that you're supposed to get. It find find a thing on the sprue that looks like it, and pray <laughs> pray that it that it fits. What? <laughs> I'm not kidding. There's so is this like an old original model that they found? Is this currently how they? This do is it? a current a current. It's inexcusable. Edition. There's no fucking numbers on the sprues. Every single goddamn model, like toy cars and that, 
have got fucking numbers on the sprues so you can figure out how to fucking assemble it. I, I mean, I, I'm figuring it out, but it is but definitely you taking a while. But you shouldn't have to. I... Every once in a while, I have to stop myself from going back down and backsliding because I I, I try not to yuck people's yum too much. But time and again, GW gives me reasons to not understand why people choose to give them money. Not numbering the sprues on the Bane Blade is pretty funny. It's inexcusable. But, I mean, it's, it's at least, for one thing, at least it's got pictures and pictures of the part sure <laughs> they're supposed to go where they're supposed to go but i mean there's there's things that look similar to other pieces so it's you know i it's it's not as bad as what it could be but it would be nice if they would have had numbers with them too um there's a couple pieces in there that actually have numbers that they have to go in a specific order so but a lot of the pieces don't have numbers like all the treads on it the treads were oh my god they were insanely difficult to put on I, I built a lego baby groot last month because i got it with at work when you do good you get Chuck E. cheese points basically and then you can cash them in for stuff and once upon a time i got like my stainless steel cookware set but the point is i wanted to get something stupid because mm-hmm. it's not real money i can buy stupid things with fake money mm-hmm. and, and then i can buy good things with my real money and the fact that i could have also bought good things with my stupid money i pretend that's not the case because it wasn't real money so i could buy stupid things mm-hmm. and so i got a groot and it, man, Lego is fun to assemble. It's, you know, it's, and, and mm-hmm. again, it's the same thing. They do pictures. They'll have pictures of the pieces because they're not spruce. They're just in a bag, and they say, "Look for this piece and stick it on." <laughs> exactly. Um, you have to count all the fucking pips on but, everything so you can make sure you get the right piece. Yes, in there. yeah. It's like, <laughs> is this the ten or the eight? And you double guess yourself. But uh, and then I missed a step, so I had to half disassemble them and put a piece back in there. But but well, I don't remember what it's gonna. The point is, Lego's fun, but holy fuck, is it expensive? Oh, that Legos? grew out of real money. Like they're like hundreds of fucking dollars. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, wow. I, I've seen these some... are kids' toys. No, yeah. no. Like, no. not though. A lot of Legos are not. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they're 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 thirty to forty year old, fifty year old yeah. people kids', kids. toys. Yeah. We had mentioned a thing. This the uh, Night Models who makes a Batman game. This they put out a special ten year anniversary of all their other kids. That's that's Mister Freeze, um, a model. I'm showing Andy They put a whole series of models out where. It's our ten year anniversary of, of, of doing stuff. So they put like all their all the leaders of all their gangs have like alternate sculpt models and the new Mr. Freeze is he's just kind of sitting in his he's basically just sitting in his like in his, in his like a robe with a with kind a kind of almost looks like the Arnold Freeze. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit just kind of laid back, casual, wearing slippers. He's got little and all, all the leaders have this really. What's up, what's Bane? How are you gonna tempt me by showing me Bane now? The Bane one's pretty good too. They're all they're all pretty they're all pretty good. The Joker one. I'm not gonna get another. I, I because I spent too much money the last couple months. Like I, I'm not gonna get. I mean, I'm probably playing more Batman than anything else right now, uh, and I, I'm really tempted by the uh, playing the Joker crew because just like the mechanic, the, the Joker crew, it's it's just so it's so, so much chaos there. There, it's it, it really does kind of fit in the nonsense of like the, you can't really predict what's gonna happen on the table because of the Joker, and they do a good job in the game of doing that. Uh, <clears throat> I can't find the main one by itself, but yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I figure I, I figure I would talk about miniatures for a couple minutes just for the just for the hell of it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody in chat had mentioned that it might have been an older Bane blade because uh, every GW kit that they get uh, had numbers. The King Bane, the King Bang one isn't Bane. Isn't it's, it's King Bane, but he's not that special. He's just in the in a throne of. Uh, Maybe yeah. this one had oh, it numbers. Looks like, uh, King Conan. But the yeah. guy who commissioned it sanded all the numbers off before he gave it to you, just as a joke. <laughs> No, he, he it's it's in a large box too. Um it looked like it was it's modern. 
It may have been just a sprue. That's new as well. God Sorry. damn! It. I'm showing you a new a new Bane model. He looks cool. He's like he's like I'm Bane. Erg. So look at the. Uh, I'll blow up this coffee shop. <laughs> I wish I have to watch that that show again because I wish I could remember Bane quotes. All the Bane quotes from that uh, that show. Are yeah, I can never. Harley remember Quinn them all. just so too fun. much of a thinker. <laughs> Two so faces. <laughs> so goddamn good. Yeah. I haven't watched the most recent season, but. The fact that J.B. Smooth is in that show, too, is so good. He's great, yeah. Chappy Johnson. <laughs> it's a uh, positive thing. But, yeah, so, yeah, what I've been doing for the past week since our, our last recording is I've been assembling models. I finished off my Sentinel Prime, uh, being my first LED that I've done. And then uh, I actually... Decided I was going to do the Hulkbuster next, and I ended up uh, putting that LED into into the mini Iron Man that comes with it, and I think it worked out really well. So does Iron Man go in the Hulkbuster, or does no, it just no, come with Hulk... both in case he's not in Hulkbuster? Well, mode? when you if the Hulkbuster gets destroyed, destro- a lot of models have two sides of the cards, and when mm-hmm. one model you get destroyed, you flip to the other side. And when the Hulkbuster gets destroyed. At the end of the turn, you 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 basically measure within a certain distance. You put the Iron Man. He bar, he he, he, he gets sure. ejected from it. So then you play with the Iron Man, who won't live very long, but he, he he's on the table. Theoretically, if he gets enough ability, he could resummon the Hulkbuster suit. But because he, when normally when you get you know you kind of get it's you know whatever you dismounted you, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You go from one you go one phase to the other. You hold on to your power and your ability. You know you, you basically gather power and you get to save it and use it next turn. But Hulkbuster specifically loses all his power. Which sucks it, which makes it which, but it, it makes it impossible to get back into the suit. And when you're at zero power, you do so much less because you, you want the power to use your superpowers or do abilities. And so that that's the big disadvantage of Hulkbuster is you go to like the small form, and then you're basically fucked. You'll never you'll never generate enough power like to go back. Ten, like the max you can have on a character, I think it's ten power. Yeah, and then I think it costs ten power for him to get his suit yeah. back. And you get power by uh, doing damage to other people. Um, generally, like yeah. if you have, some you, kind of- you always have one ability that they always call it your builder. Your top ability always builds energy per damage, with some exceptions, like everything. And then when you when you get hit for every point of health you lose, you get a power. So yeah. those are the two main ways to get power. But in the, so a lot of people will get stunned or get dazed out of their one form, and then they get they you know, they'll switch form, but then they go into their new form with like six or seven power, then they'll be able to do some shit. But Hulkbuster loses it all when he switches to his other form. So that's what's a big disadvantage for him. So he can't do cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every every turn or every phase you go through, as in, you know, it, the beginning maintenance phase, you get one power for each one of your guys. Yeah. Unless you're Asgardian, you get two power. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. And also, if you're the stupid Brotherhoods of Mut- Brotherhood of Mutants, uh, every time a, a thing is destroyed, yeah. <laughs> you just get power. <laughs> Brotherhood's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty oh, yeah. good stuff. They're fun. It's a fun game. Who knew? Don't smack the table, Andy. Jeez. You made some noise. Hypocrite. I'm hungry. You're not my mother. That's That's true. I'm not. <laughs> You've caught me out. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I did not go back in time and change sexes to uh, deliver you. As far as you know. I'm making more noise. 
All this noise is happening. Our audience is all distressed. Our audience is not here. Um, but yeah, so in two weeks, I guess we're going to record again. Is yeah. that? Uh, I mean, the be- thing is, you know, things cancel D and D all the time, but that it'll be our la- that is currently our plan to play, and it'll be our last D and D session until the new year. Which I'm excited for. Does it have to be our last crippled system thing? Can we uh, do something kind of closer to possibly. the Xmas, like maybe on the 18th or something? Yeah, theoretically, you could. I, I I'm unlikely be- on the 18th, but the 17th is wait. 18th is. Oh a no, Sunday. you're right. Yeah, 18th is the Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. It's, anything's possible. So we'll have one or two more. Yeah, yeah. Any, anything is possible, as they say, as the crow flies. They do say that as the crow flies. Yeah. Just the the crow and he goes, anything's possible, and then the crow <laughs> continues past. Yeah, that's exactly how that goes. It's it's very true. Ha ha ha. I didn't. I didn't make any posts at all. So there's there's going to be no zappity grumbles at all. No zappity grumbles. So recommendations. We have already talked about Glass Onion eighteen times vaguely because we're polite. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talk about Glass Onion. Yeah. I don't know. That would have been my recommendation for the most part. Um, in a month, go see Glass Onion. Yeah. In a month, go see Glass Onion. If you haven't seen it yet, spend that month watching Knives Out. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to turn my. I was. I'm glad I went to go see it, but I was like, my Netflix is off. I don't want to turn on Netflix for one thing, so I'm glad I went to the theater. Yeah, sure. Still you cheaper. You could have just asked me to use my Netflix. Yeah, I have. But it's, I have to send PS4 on. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, you have to come over to your place. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I don't want you to use my PS4 because you might just randomly buy video games on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm still annoyed, but no oh well. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand either. I don't understand. My screen how, went how black you... and it went unblack. It was like, thank you for your purchase. I was like, I was like what? <laughs> Were you talking to like tech support or something like that oh, at the time? No, I was just literally, I don't know. Were you trying to get a refund from someone? <laughs> <laughs> just happened. I have to buy some Target cards. I don't have any particular recommendations. I, I really don't either. Uh, Aren't we just a bunch of boring suckers? Yeah. We are. We are. It's okay though. I mean, it's, you know, well, I mean, uh, you know, that, that happens sometimes. That is a thing that happens. Hopefully in two weeks I'll have a better game. I guess I'd never mentioned that I actually did get a single game of uh, Robo Crisis Protocol. Not really a game, but more of a... A, a demonstration. A, a learning. Yeah. Learning escapade. I took on the Brotherhood of Mutants, and I was playing... What was I playing? I think I was playing uh, X-Men. Sure. And uh, I had Juggernauts. He had a Juggernaut. I had a Juggernaut. And it, it was a lot of juggernauting. A lot of juggernaut. I know. Lot, lots of juggernauts. That'll happen. Uh, hopefully, maybe in two weeks, we'll be able to recommend the expansion to Valheim. Yeah, that comes out sometime in the near future. Fingers crossed, yeah. I, th- I think it's saying like kind of a beta test thing. Yeah, like it's, that, it's, yeah. It's, it's an open beta. People could download the test server and play on it, but I don't have any motivation to do that. But then I'll open up the... I, like I said, I, because of Black Friday sale, I got the, I already paid for six months of a server to play Valheim. We'll probably play it for like maybe two months at most, but I just figured whatever. It's six, it was super cheap for the for the server. I guess I will mention one other thing just because, you know, the world is shit and we're all going to die and the planet's burning. Woo! And so any positivity is a good thing. Um, and, and it's topical because we talk about Jordan Peele movies. And so I won't full recommend this because it was... Pretty mediocre. Uh, it had good parts, it had bad parts, but I do want to mention that I watched uh, Wendell and Wild, which is the new 
uh, stop motion film by directed by Henry Selick, who's the guy who did The Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. Um, and this one is interesting. It's PG-13, so it's a little higher rating uh, for, you know, being a quote-unquote family kid. Uh, but it's got Key and Peele in it as the titular Wendell and Wild. Um, it's cool. It's worth watching. It's struggled a bit. Everything comes together at the end, but it felt very disjointed, all the plot lines for the first, like, two-thirds of the movie. So it, it didn't really feel cohesive. And so there was pacing issues and stuff like that. But I really love stop motion. Uh, I have oftentimes said that nothing in this world makes me happier than a stop motion Ray Harryhausen skeleton. Uh, mm-hmm. There's still, I, I watched the fight scene from Jason and the Argonauts uh, when they put out the Hydra teeth and the skeleton pop out. I still love that. It's fucking wonderful. I don't know why. It's just it's a simple joy in my life. But I bring it up for, for a piece of positivity for society uh, that they, I kind of had a one-two punch because the previous day we went, so. Punch. Whoa, my face. Um, last episode, I mentioned Spirit Island. And I think I men- may have mentioned that I had seen Spirit Island on sale at like this consignment thing. Like uh, they were selling a whole bunch of like discounted children's toys and stuff. It was all baby clothes and baby toys and stuff. And then a copy of Spirit Island. It made no fucking sense that it was there. But the point is we were at a consignment sale because there's a newborn baby in the family and blah, blah, blah. So Raylene bought a, a used uh, Little Tykes set with like the little people, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not the Lego ones, but the ones with no feet and the, mm-hmm. and, the, and the round head. So she bought one of those. And so we went to the to the Target and we were buying more of them for those. And they had a set with like a dozen little people there. And amongst the little people in that set, they had one with uh, uh, Vitiligo, which if I, I have a picture here, you've, you've seen people oh, sure. with this skin condition before. Um, Google it at home if you want, but it's, you know, it's w- people with darker skin tones, uh, but then portions of their skin are like albino style, like mm-hmm. white, very white, and it's very blotchy and random. Um, it's like what Michael Jackson had. Is, well, he was like, it's what he claimed, different. although he went from full black to full white, so a lot of people think it was a cover story for cosmetic surgery, um, but it might have it been Vitiligo. Um, I know that uh, one of the America's Top Model winners was a lady with Vitiligo, mm-hmm. and so, but the point is, why, right? Like, like it's not like there's a huge... There's billions of dollars of money from you know people with this skin condition desperate to buy toys for their kids who have it. But the point is, it made me happy to see something that didn't really need representation getting representation because it's indicative that if there's one kid out there with a skin condition, and it doesn't even have to be that one, maybe the kid's just got um, um, psoriasis or mm-hmm. something, or just a port wine uh, st- uh, birthmark. Yeah. You know, like that hideous beast from Ready Player One, who no oh, one could ever, God, the horror. <laughs> ever find attractive. Like, to put that in there amongst all the other ones, to just like as just a thing. Yeah, this this little person has has a skin condition. It is, and it's normal. It made me super happy. I, I I could not shut up about it with the rest of the day. I was just so thrilled to see unnecessary. Not that it really is, but like nobody forced them to put that in there. And like the fact that somebody at some boardroom and sent and said, "Hey, let's have one of these the 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 models in here have this." No one would have noticed if they didn't, I guess is what I, what I mean, as opposed to unnecessary, right? They could have gotten away with never doing it, but yeah. they just did. And that made me super, super happy. And so then similarly, the next day, Rayleigh and I watched Wendell and Wild, and the majority of the movie takes place at a Catholic girls' school, but one of the characters is a trans boy named Raul. And it's just very matter-of-fact that one of the students there is is a boy named Raul who previously was known as this girl named Ramona, and it doesn't matter. Like, it's not a yep. plot point. It's not a thing. It's just, you know what? Sometimes trans people exist. 
here's one movie continues onward like it doesn't matter to the story and it's now what fox news tells me and and the thing is like they try to twist it and they're like you know they get mad and they're like well if the story's not about it being gay then they should be normal you know, if the story's not about it being a black person, then they should be normal. If the story's not okay. about it being a woman, then it should be normal. Because straight, white, cis, male is default, and anything that isn't is an active change, right? And so, but that's not what it is. Like, there's yeah. no reason this character can't be trans, or cis, or gay, or straight, or a man, or a woman, or black, or white. Like, if it doesn't matter that doesn't mean you should just default to straight white cis male. And so it was really cool to see those two things one after another in children's programming, which again, Wendell and Wilde is in the PG 13. So it's upper end. It's more like tweens. Um, but it was still, I, I, I was really excited. I don't have a lot of hope for the future in general. Cause I know my grandkids are going to starve to death in a blasted wasteland, but seeing things like that kind of makes me go like, maybe there'll be a little bit of not terribleness along the way. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 if you're if you raise as everything is as everything is being normal, yeah. that's your normal. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's kind of healthcare you guys want to live in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just hopeful just, that the, like zoo, like the next generation just won't give a fuck, right? They'll have their Cheerios commercials with with just two dudes and their yeah. kids, and they're like, I don't know, whatever. I I don't, and they're eating Cheerios. Yeah. Next generation. Yeah, well, yeah, the last generation. The last right, generation. Yes. Yeah, what, what, what Zoomers might get to have kids, and then those kids are the ones that'll that'll die. Yeah, they might have kids. It's hard yeah. to say. Well, they'll have to have something to trade to the cannibals. That's true for for supplies for gasoline and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so like I said, I'm not fully recommended Wendell and Wild because it was mediocre. But mediocre is not bad if you got nothing else to do, and if you already own, I think it's on HBO Max. Um, it's or maybe it's Netflix. It's free on something. And if you have the thing, put it on. Enjoy the art of stop motion. Uh, also, it's it's big into the black punk and ska musical scene. Like, the whole movie is a love letter to Fishbone, which I guarantee mm. 90% of the honkies listening are like, what the hell is Fishbone? Mm. Uh, but, like, uh, a lot of black punk and ska music inspirations. It also is a lambasting of private prisons and the fact that they just throw underprivileged people in there as profit for the grist mill. And I was very like, hell yeah, call those assholes out. Uh, so it had a lot going for it, which is why I wish it was better because i would love to wholeheartedly sure. say this movie was great hmm. well for-profit prisons are terrifying it is and it was cool to have a, a, a stop-motion animated family film where the villain is for-profit prisons <laughs> that, that's literally who the villain is is a for-profit prison nice <laughs> nice 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 but yeah if we don't have any recommendations that's what i have I went went to a comic book shop the other day and Ooh. it scared me. Because you were old and confused. I was I was old and confused. Can we help you, Boomer? What you doing here with the kids? This is where the kids. This is where this is yeah. where the uh, millennial shop. Yeah, I went to. Uh, it was taking my mom to the dollar store and right next door to it was Westfield Comics and they're like I haven't been here in yeah. in many many years. I went inside and. And then I learned uh, that the Savage Dragon was on hiatus for the last six months. <laughs> oh no! And I couldn't buy the newest issue of the Savage Dragon. So, but supposedly there's gonna be one in December, and that made me 
Kind of happy. And the comic shop was f- probably full of all those weird Japanese comics where you read them backwards, and and right. uh, I, I don't know what's going on today. It was it was inter- it was neat though, kind of because uh, normally previously when I went to comic shops, they always had you know different sections. You know they had they had you know the Marvel and the DC area, and then they had like an Image section, and then there was maybe like a Valiant section. Like some of the I'm really aging myself here for. <laughs> For the, the people out there. But it, it was neat because everything was just all on the same same shelf. It was a shelf that went all the way around the store, though, but everything was just in alphabetical order. It didn't matter what sure. what uh, uh, company I came from. So that was kind of neat. So that means if you want Spider-Man, you yeah, have to go to the A's for the amazing Spider-Man. Then you have to go to the S for the spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. Then over to the ultimate section, which was 17 ultimates. So then you're going ultimate, amazing, scenario, ultimate. I'm, I'm not sure if they there's make so the ultimate you know, anymore. They, they, I'm sure they, I mean, but I mean, you'd have to, there's obviously amazing, spectacular. Superior ultimate, still out there. Superior <laughs> might be one. I mean, there's, there's at least four, there's more than four series. I'm just a regular, I'm not, I mean, I'm not even going off on like the miles or the 2099. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, there's at least, yeah. Here is the sad part though. So as I was going in, I was over by the S's, and uh, so they had a bunch of. I was like, "Wow, these, 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 all these covers look really familiar," and uh, they had all of the Death of Superman stuff because it's a 30 year anniversary of Death of Superman. And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> you're old." Yeah, it's, I still remember that cover though. I, the the flag with or yeah, the this yeah. S flag, yeah, kind of torn rubble. up. It was it was weird seeing that there because I, I was expecting to see other things and no, I, thirty year anniversary of the death of Superman. Still had a bunch of variant covers though too. So. Speaking of comics and flags in rubble, remember after nine eleven when like Marvel tried to be all like you know that was a bad thing and that's fine, but like they had an issue where they had like Doctor Doom and Magneto hugging and crying about how sad it was that like 9-11 happened. And it's like, yes, in the real world is a tragedy, but in your fictional world, those people would have killed hundreds of thousands of people if they thought it would get them what they wanted. Yeah, they would have dropped the powers themselves. <laughs> like Doctor Doom would have nuked he would have d- evaporated America if 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 he had a bad Tuesday. And so to have him be all sad, like again, in the real world it's a fucking tragedy, but it's like really weird to have your Doctor Doom be like, Oh, this is too sad even for Doom with a single tear coming out of the <laughs> eye slot in his mask. And I'm not making that up. He's crying through the eye slot because Doom can't can't understand this tragedy. And it's like, I get the intent. I get it, Marvel, that as a company in the real world... I, I think a lot. I mean, there was a lot of... It's really, really awkward and ham-handed. Yeah. But companies were... People were... People were... I mean, to be fair, people were really not dealing well with that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's just when you look at it retro, as the guy in chat saying, it's so fucking funny. Doom has a way higher death count in the comics than 9-11. So you either need to not have 9-11 happen in your comics at all, or, you know, like, you, yeah, it's just this weird attempt to... to I mean, I mean... Looking at the picture, it's it's Doom, Kingpin, Juggernaut, Doc Ock is wait, all there. What? Yes! And they're all, they're all so sad because, you know... God, yeah. I don't even know how I missed that. Holy oh, shit! It, it's so hand-handed. They I, gathered. To, they they were helping fix the city because even Doctor Doom wants to help out in New York 
on 9-12 of 2001. Well, he should have showed him like a week later, like leveling in San Francisco. <laughs> fucking to Doom the bots, just laser eyes, just destroying cities, but right? Doom was probably more upset about uh, the current stock exchange going down. That's probably... Latveria's currency, currency like, is, compared to a dollar. Yeah, this is tragic. That's... <laughs> I mean, Kingpin as well, too. That's yeah. a lot of business for him to, yeah, to like, set up all of his construction and things. And Kingpin, you could pull, uh, like... Uh, Kingpin actually you can makes pull, most like, sense out of all those characters. There's the I don't remember the context around it, but I know there was a comic where Joker was working with Red Skull until he finds out that Red Skull is a literal Nazi, <laughs> and then Joker beats the fuck out of Red Skull because he's like, yeah, I'm the Joker, but fuck you, you're a Nazi, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I could get going that route with Kingpin. Like, yeah, I'm an organized crime guy, but this is America. These yeah, are civilians. Kingpin could completely reminds me of uh, the Rocketeer. <laughs> yes, when, when, yeah. when the bad guys the suddenly realize the, the mafia the mafia just suddenly goes wait a second what yeah <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> we may be the mob but we're not working with nazis like i could get kingpin yeah you know but it was doom specifically <laughs> right and i could get magneto because you could say that amongst those people there were mutants as well yeah. right yeah. <laughs> but not fucking dr doom yeah yeah I no, I think it was probably the the stock exchange. He was, he was the Latvian, uh, whatever uh, crumple, uh, <laughs> the <didn't>, crumple, <laughs> Latvian crumple, and just wasn't wasn't that uh, good against the dollar anymore. So, oh lord, <laughs> Doc Ock too, because it's it's his city. I mean, it's, I, especially Kingpin though. Kingpin, I could really see that. I mean, he's he still loves the city. He likes taking advantage of it yeah. as, as a crime boss, though. But that's his fucking city. Yeah. And that's, I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like an abusive father, but it's still his family. So yeah. if you fuck with his kids, like, only I'm allowed to beat my kids, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what Kingpin said as he was coming around. Yeah. <laughs> God. I'm surprised that the Marvel Crisis Protocol doesn't have the, uh, the uh, Spider-Verse uh, version of Kingpin in it. That that's oh, I can't pronounce the name of the artist who that was based off of, but that guy's designs are fucking amazing. And his yeah, his if you look at the the comics that the that Spider Verse Kingpin is based off of, it's so amazing his style. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I just rewatch into the Spider Verse this week. It's such it's so good. It's I, I rewatch it every. I watch that movie quite a bit because it's just so good. Every aspect of that movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. it's it's so well done just from a casual enjoying it standpoint. And then when you read into it, and I know I've talked about this before a million times, and pro- that means I must have done it on the podcast as well, but oh well. When you look at like the filmmaking, and it just shows the effort that people go through when they truly care about the craft. Like the, the big example I love from that one is uh, the things they, they draw on ones and on twos because there's, there's 24 frames – per second and depending on what's happening some of the characters are drawn on all 24 frames and some of the characters are drawn only on the even numbered frames because it makes them look chunkier and clunkier and out and out of style so when miles doesn't know what he's doing and then again famously the example of this is that during the heist scene peter b parker is drawn on all 24 frames oh no i'm sorry during the height yeah he's on all 24 frames and miles is only on the 12 frames because they're literally out of sync you don't notice that shit when you're watching it, but subconsciously, 
it 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 means something, right? Mm. And the fact that they go to that effort to do that, it's just artistry. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, and I mean, their music selection is on is one hundred percent amazing every time they do it, and yeah, yeah, everything about it is. Yeah, even the reveal, of, you know. Yeah, with Prowler and that is Pro- just Prowler's theme song yeah. is yeah. just Not fucking just the music, creepy. But the the actual score, yeah, the score, yeah, like that. Prowler's music, Prowler's theme is scary. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's a nothing character who doesn't matter. You've never seen him before. You don't know anything from comics. He's just this random dude, and then that music starts playing, and you are sh- shitting yourself while Miles is running because that is some tense stuff. Yeah. I was glad they made Prowler pretty cool in the Miles Morales Spider-Man game as well. He's the guy who's he's the green the, the green spawn guy. He, he basically that's what he looks like to me. He looks like spawn. He's purple. He's, he's Prowler's purple. <laughs> Am I colorblind? I, I mean maybe. <laughs> Prowler is is very, very purple. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, I, I mean, I guess. I think I just swear he's got some green on him. So I don't know where this is. It's probably a super old picture, and that's probably what I'm, I'm thinking of. I mean, he has a, a he has a, a, a spritz of green in Fortnite. There's a costume that has a green thing on the chest, but in Spider Verse, he's just like red and or he's just like purple and black. You yeah, no, but I mean, like, there. if you look up Prowler as in the, the okay, here's Marvel. his chest, which has no green. Yep, look, look, look at that green. He's bent over. He can't see his belly button. Okay, here's his chest where he's standing <laughs> fully forward. And there's no green. I keep finding better and better pictures. Um, <laughs> I have to pee. I have to. We have to be. We have to go soon. <laughs> another, I'm going to solve this prowler thing. In other news, in other news. I don't know where this is from. I have found this random prowler yeah, who's like geez, all green with a purple green. hat. Okay, maybe that's an alternate costume in in the. Uh, it's it's in, probably in one of the first first co- costumes of Prowler. Yeah, I, I could have sworn he was like green and purple. It's possible. Zappity. All right. Well, See people in two weeks. In two weeks, two weeks follow. We were kind of on a, a weird schedule. We're actually on a schedule. Have you brought any fruit or vegetables with you to Mars? Two weeks. <laughs> Yay! That remake sucked balls. It was too mediocre to even remember it being bad. All I know is that it had way too little Bill Nye. When you have Bill Nye in your movie for like thirty seconds, why I wasn't saw, he in there for I half an hour? I saw Scar's Guard in a movie, and I was like, I was going to tell you that there was a oh yeah, he, there's a Scar's Guard in Andor. Oh, there's a Scar's Guard. Oh, nice. I was like, I'm like, I'm I, mean, I don't really like Andor, but I'm like, you haven't seen it yet, and I was like, I need to convince Nathan to go watch Andor. I mean, I, I, hesitating to watch a Star Wars show, I understand, but and I'm like, yeah, but there's a Scar's Guard yeah. here. Yeah. And he's great. He has surprisingly some good speeches here. There, and there. are no bad Scar's Guards. There, yeah. I don't know any time I've been sad to see a Scar's Guard. Yeah. Well, maybe a, if he's delivering bad news. He would still do it in a very well. Do it, yeah, do it really well. Like it, it well. shows up at your uh, your door and talk, talks about like how it, you, he accidentally hit your dog. Also, he's not a scars guard, but in my head, I lump him with him. Is is I'm always happy to pee, pee, see uh, Peter Stormare. <laughs> he feels like a scars guard. Yeah, he you can know? Like hang out. Like if they made a movie with scar the whole the whole scars guard family, he could be in it too. Be yes. loud. He'd yeah. be the non. He played the non scars guard. Relevant. 
last last bit of thing. Um, I really wish they would make a movie about uh, the the original assassin that was in Wanted. That first assassin, the the dad that that was the very first section of Wanted. I want a movie about him. But he's not a Skarsgård. He's not a Skarsgård, but he's he's kind of in that same vein. I I can't think of the guy's name his his actual name, but Bill Nye. It's not Bill Nye. No, Either of them. Not not the science guy. Or, or the, the or naive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still can't believe Bill Bill Skarsgård would have been the perfect uh fade Routha for Doom Part Two. And and the fact that they didn't cast him still shocks me. Because he's perfect for the role and he'd have the family resemblance because he's literally the nephew of the guy who plays Fade's uncle. So it would have been absolutely perfect. Mm. But hopefully the guy they cast does a good job. True story. Now I need to go pee. I really liked what they did with it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye everyone. Doom's good. Thanks, guys, for watching, and see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. And yes, Chad, I'll watch it. I, I know it. I'm excited. I, I just got to get around to it with the with the, 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 the Andor. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it, I'm too. I'm not hesitant to watch it at all. All, star, all of my I'm tired of Star Warses has an asterisk next to it because I am legitimately planning to watch Andor because of all the stuff I've heard. You, you made that negative comment about Asaka, which I thought was unfair. You, 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 said, so you said last time you said you're sick of the Skywalker and Asaka stuff. And I was like, but you can't throw Asaka into that thing. You haven't even watched all the cool stuff she's in. She's probably the best Star Wars character there is. It's not because... I love Luke Skywalker. I love I love Han Solo. It's it's not her. I, I'm sure she's amazing. I'm also sure she didn't need to be helping to train Grogu. <laughs> Because it, 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 she's indicative of what I don't like about Star Wars now. And it's not her. It's the everything ties together. Every, everything has to be tied. Right. tied. Yeah. yeah. Everything is a giant rug that's all tied together. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. You have a giant galaxy. You could tell infinite stories without ever needing to show me a Solo or a Skywalker again. That's all it is. I mean, it, it's it's nice once in a while. But she's but. not a Skywalker. She's an Osaka. <laughs> yes, I cannot deal with got that. Her own story. She she heard once her, you're in three different shows, you're in too many shows. No, because she <laughs> well because she pulled she she because she's gonna pull the because because of her being successful, we get to see her show bring in the rebels characters, which is phenomenal because those guys are rebels is such a good Star Wars show, and seeing them live yeah, action but, versions is gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. If you guys you have to watch rebels and tell me it's not good, then I then I but not Clone Wars, which is the one that's bad. People like Clone Wars. People like Clone, Clone Wars. Wars like started bad then got good. People like Maybe yeah. Rebels started Clone bad. Clone Wars is hit or miss because it's, it's really the tech, you, watching Clone Wars is like wow this is old but I, I love Rebels. All right, let's let's uh, you guys have I'm to rambling. pee. I got to pee. I around. need food. Yes. So. Bye everybody. Bye bye.